welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello there, friend. In this episode, we're going to be chatting all about the birth control pill. Before we get into this conversation, I just want to say that what we're discussing in this podcast isn't personal advice, and you need to speak to your doctor before you make any changes to medication. The pill is the number one form of contraception used in Australia. Two-thirds of Australian women use some form of birth control, and of those women using contraception, 34% take the pill. Now, that's a lot of women. The thing is, a lot of women I speak to have been on the pill for years or even decades. In almost all cases, they've experienced some sort of hormonal symptoms, like acne, painful periods, or irregular cycles. So they've gone to a GP with their concerns and been prescribed the pill to balance their hormones. I actually had this experience myself when I went on the pill. I had acne at around age 15 or 16, and I was recommended to go on the pill by my GP. And to be honest, I actually loved it for so long. My skin was amazing, and at the time, I felt like it solved all of my problems. I could skip every period and never have to deal with acne or cramps. It was kind of amazing, really. But when I developed chronic fatigue and gut issues in my early 20s, I took a microscope to every single thing I was doing and everything I was putting into my body and decided to go off the pill. It's kind of hard to explain, but when I was on the pill, I kind of felt blah. Of course, I had the fatigue and gut issues, but I also felt a bit numbed out by the pill, if that makes sense. Like it kind of took the upbeat, excited part out of my personality. And since I'd been on it for eight years or something, it was only when I went off the pill that I actually realized this. So this is just my experience. Everyone's experience is going to be completely different. And no, going off the pill on its own didn't magically solve my gut issues or hormonal symptoms, but it did allow me to start looking at what was actually going on with my hormones. If you zoned out for a minute there, time to zone back in. I got something important to say. Symptoms are messages from the body that something is out of whack. Let me repeat that because it's really important. Symptoms are messages from the body that something is out of balance. For example, your period pain or heavy periods may be pointing to excess estrogen or perhaps even endometriosis. Irregular periods or acne could be signs of PCOS. Basically, these symptoms are there because of an imbalance of hormones or perhaps some sort of condition. And taking the pill doesn't actually help you identify what's going on in your body. It's just a band-aid fix that masks your symptoms. Now, in some cases, taking birth control may genuinely be the best option for you. For example, if you're experiencing really debilitating symptoms. And if that's the case, that's okay. No need to feel bad about it. But you can also support your hormones at the same time with a nutrient-dense diet and lifestyle factors like stress management and exercise. Okay, let's chat briefly about how the pill works. 
There are two types of contraceptive pills, the combination pill with synthetic estrogen and progestin, and a progestin-only pill. The different pills work in slightly different ways, but I'm going to explain the main type now, the combination pill. The synthetic hormones in the pill interrupt the communication between your brain and ovaries. Luteinizing hormone is suppressed, which means your ovaries don't get the signal to ovulate. Ovulation is that fertile time in your regular cycle. So if you're not ovulating, then pregnancy can't take place. Whichever type of pill you're taking, it's basically shutting down your hormones. Yes, you're still bleeding, but you're not actually having a menstrual cycle. This is something that confuses a lot of people. The bleeding you get when you're on the pill isn't the same as a period within your menstrual cycle. The pill bleed is known as a withdrawal bleed. As I spoke about in the last episode, menstruation or your period and ovulation or that fertile window, they're kind of like a symphony. There are so many moving parts that need to take place at just the right time for your whole menstrual cycle to happen in the right way. When you're not on the pill, your period and ovulation are monthly report cards. But when you're on the pill, the bleed is more mechanical. It's due to the drop in hormones when you stop taking the hormone pill and start taking the sugar pill. It's not really an indicator for what's going on with your cycle. So why should we care about whether we're on the pill or not? Firstly, as I mentioned, when you're not on hormonal birth control, you have an indication of what's actually going on with your health and hormones. Secondly, the pill could potentially be having lots of different impacts on your health. It can lead to mood changes and may increase your risk of depression. It puts you at risk of nutrient deficiencies by depleting certain vitamins and minerals, including B vitamins, vitamin C, magnesium, and zinc. And since we're all about gut health on this show, here are some of the ways the pill impacts your gut health. It can negatively impact the balance of bacteria in your gut. It may increase your susceptibility to leaky gut and even Crohn's disease. It can actually slow down your gut motility, which could mean you're feeling blocked up and not having regular bowel movements, which can actually have all sorts of flow and effects on your health. And it can also cause reflux or GERD. If you do decide to go off the pill, it's important to know that it's not always smooth sailing. Challenges can also arise when you come off the pill. Many women experience something called post-birth control syndrome, which is basically the after effects of taking the pill that you experience when you actually stop taking it. This includes amenorrhea, which means your menstrual cycle doesn't return for some time after stopping the pill, often three to six months, or in some cases even longer. Other symptoms of post-birth control syndrome include acne, mood imbalances or depression and anxiety, gut issues like dysbiosis or leaky gut, gas and bloating, hair loss, and many, many more. So knowing this, if you do want to come off the pill, it's a really good idea to get prepared first. So firstly, if you're relying on the pill for contraception, find alternative contraception that isn't going to interfere with your hormones like condoms or the fertility awareness method. Secondly, eat a nutrient-dense diet. So we really want to make sure that you're supporting your blood sugar levels by eating regularly and eating balanced meals with healthy fats and proteins. Also focus on eating hormone-healthy fats like eggs, butter and ghee and fatty fish. 
and definitely support your liver with bitter foods and dark leafy greens as well. The next thing is to focus on your gut health with all of the things that we speak about all the time on this podcast. Identify your root cause. Take a look at what's going on with your gut. As I've spoken about many times on this podcast, the gut is at the root of so many hormonal imbalances. And the good news is you can actually be focusing on your gut while you're still on hormonal birth control. The next step is to really be prepared that if you choose to come off the pill, you may experience some of the symptoms that we've spoken about. So think about how you can manage those symptoms while you work on addressing the underlying cause. So for example, if you know that you're probably going to experience painful periods or cramps, think of some ways that you can support yourself to navigate that while you're focusing on supporting your gut health and balancing your hormones and all of that. Finally, once you actually do come off the pill, look at what's going on with your hormones and address the root cause. So those were all the steps that you can take leading up to coming off the pill. If you do decide to come off the pill, then you can look at what's actually going on with your hormones and address the underlying cause. So you can support your hormones in a basic way with the ways that I said, with stress management and movement and diet. But once you've actually come off the pill, then you can do functional lab testing to look at what's actually going on with your hormones. But you will generally need to wait at least a few months of coming off the pill until you are actually able to do functional lab testing that is looking at your hormones. So to recap, the pill can potentially have impacts on your health. It essentially shuts down your cycle, depletes nutrients and can have various impacts on your gut health. It's also a band-aid fix for so many common hormonal symptoms when really these symptoms are messages from the body that there's some sort of imbalance that needs addressing. Whether you continue taking the pill or you decide to go off it or you've already been off it for some time, you can support your body and hormones with a nutrient-dense diet, stress management, exercise, and of course, getting to the root of any underlying imbalances. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, I would absolutely love it if you shared it with them. And if you're looking for support to get to the root of any hormonal imbalances you might be experiencing, reach out to me via email on hello at frandargaville.com or DM me on Instagram. My Instagram name is just my name, Fran Dargaville. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.